transitions in, so no worries. Oh, like, okay. at, and at some point, I'll be like, hello, everybody, and what? this might be the one. <clears throat> hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dinner at Your Place. I'm your host, Danny Calais. Very excited with my guest today is actually a new friend. I have known about his existence for maybe 12 hours, uh, and that is, that's a great person to have a, a new conversation with. So going to intro him. Gabe Branch, the head chef at Gray's Hall, a wine bar out in Southie uh, in, in Massachusetts. So Gabe, thanks so much for coming to hang out, man. This this really means the world to me to cook for a chef. Oh, yeah, no, it's really I am. I'm not gonna lie. Like I told you, I was tell the story again. I was very nervous about this one because <laughs> I went to Gabe's Instagram, which we will certainly be putting in the uh, the bio of the episode. A lot of amazing pictures of food i'm scrolling through trying to get a a bearing on, on what i'm working with here <laughs> and i see some f- like fine dining photos yeah yeah like that's Definitely literally it, some of the background yeah it's what it, i mean it's it's a wine bar in southie it seems like you have you have five star hands when it comes to crafting food <laughs> it, i mean the pictures are beautiful the food looks amazing and we're having a pizza party we're having pepperoni pizza and pineapple and I'm a big believer in like make the fucking dough, make your own stuff, make the sauce. Yeah, we'll and, see if that pays off for you. <laughs> and I'm scrolling through, and then I get to a picture of you and some friends. It looks like you made pepperoni pineapple pizza, and it looked fucking perfect. <laughs> so I was like, oh no, we really got to bring the A game for this one. So you had a bite of 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 this first round of dough, which we talked a little bit about beforehand and we'll get into some of the issues and you know what happened with it but pepperoni pizza and pineapple is that you're having that since you were a kid uh i mean kind of not not exactly since i was a kid my i have four older brothers one of my brothers kind of tipped me off to like pineapple on pizza okay i was always like very strictly pepperoni like almost like a picky eater honestly as a kid like wouldn't touch it pepperoni is i think the best topping on pizza Personally, I think if I if you had to get one topping on pizza for the rest of your life, I'm picking pepperoni personally. I totally agree with that. It's, Plus, like, it's classic. It's literally <clears throat> the word I was about to use. It's classic. You when you think of a piece of pizza, like the cart like a cartoon, even animated piece yeah, of pizza. Exactly, like a Scooby Doo slice of pie. It has the pepperoni, it's pepperoni circles. Every it, time. Every time. So let's run it back to the 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 classic we I always get a little bit ahead of myself. Four older brothers, you got where where's Gabe Branch starting this pepperoni love? Where's he where's he growing up? I know I know it's Iowa because you told yeah, today that yeah. the area code's Iowa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What part of Iowa? Uh so I'm from like northwest Iowa, so it's like the border of Iowa, South Dakota, and Nebraska. Okay. Uh which is exactly as awful as I, I'm I was you can I'm imagine, gonna yeah. make an assumption. It seems quiet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems, what's the town name? Uh, the town name is Sioux City, Iowa. It's like, oh, okay, the, okay. Yeah, it's like the third biggest city in the state. No, nope, I was thinking of Sioux Falls, North Dakota. That's oh. what <laughs> <laughs> Sioux Falls is South Dakota, I think, actually. It, it, so I'm thinking the Dakota. That's like an hour north, though. The Dakota, the from. Dakotas need to just become one. What are we, just become. I think we should sell North Dakota to Canada. Intriguing proposition. I like that. I mean, what it's like a hundred people. It wouldn't take that long to get everyone to agree on like it. Like an old school James, like when James K. Polk did the like 54-40 or fight for Oregon. <laughs> yeah. 
you better give us this or we're going to wreck your shit up. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Just take North Dakota. That's our bad for taking Oregon. <laughs> yeah, and we want like 5% of your health care. But we'll give you North Dakota. I mean, from a landmass standpoint. We'll give you that's North like... Dakota in a first round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good, good deal. Canada takes that in a second. So Sioux, Sioux City. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. In Iowa. How many people was it? Um, If you had a guess, you know, we don't do. We don't I think do. it's like 80,000 or okay, something like it's, that. Okay. So it's. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So because. When Iowa is brought up, your first thought is kind of like... It's like farmland. Exactly, like six people in a town. That movie Field of Dreams. That's literally... Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Yeah, yeah. And like Children of the Corn, that was... Yep, that one too. I think Field of Dreams is like most people's perceptions of... Great movie, is that... Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, as an Iowa... Are you guys, are you guys like, fuck Field of Dreams or you embrace it? No, we're for it. They actually, like, built it. And now they have like oh. minor league games there, but That's it's like, right. but yeah. it, I think it's like a weird thing where it's like a special occasion and some minor team out of Chicago will like come play. Hey man, I would pay a good amount of money even to watch a minor league team play <laughs> in a cornfield and, and I'd probably cry by like the fifth inning being like, yeah. oh, my dad should be here. <laughs> yeah. I'd pay at least $8 to see that game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to break the bank. It's, yeah, not like, yeah, no. it's not like floor seats to an NBA game or anything. Well, Avatar 2 was sold out, so <laughs> we figured we'd go by the whole ball game. Yeah, for me personally, it'd be like NBA game, baseball game, like pros, a WNBA game, and then maybe minor <laughs> leagues. <laughs> I'm going to put minor leagues below WNBA just because I love basketball that much. Yeah, I agree with you. on. I 100% agree. Sorry, Bruins. Oh, but. yeah, dude. I I played hockey. Did you what? Did you play any sports growing up? Uh, I played basketball. Oh, okay. Per- yeah, yeah, I was. I played the wrong winter sport. Now that I like, I played hockey growing up, and oh, now yeah. that I've fallen in love with basketball. Oh, like, interesting. I really wish I could go back and be like, hey, buddy, go, hey, switch. Yeah, that's switch. good. You got over your drinking switch problem at least. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hockey players are. <laughs> It's wild. It's an interesting bunch. And Iowa is, I think they, they produce a good amount of winter sport people. Yeah. And like wrestling is huge out there. Yeah. Like, it, it, like collegiate. I mean, cause that's the thing. It's like, there's no pro teams and there's not really anything going on. So it's just all collegiate sports and that's, like that's drinking you, bush light. That's, that's how like, you get out. That's how you get out of the cornfield though. You get a scholarship. No, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, get you wrestle your way. I was say, you get a scholarship for wrestling. <laughs> for wrestling. A hundred percent. dude. hundred percent. You and your friend Beavis. <laughs> so you got four brothers. One of them tips you off to pineapple on pizza. And was that your like, Oh my God. There's more to this world than just Iowa. Yeah, that was, well, it's funny because that was like the awakening because he, like, I'm way younger than my other brothers by a pretty big margin. And so he was working at like Domino's and I remember he brought home like a thin crust pepperoni pineapple and Mm -hmm. I took a bite and I was like, oh my God, like, I do want to go to art school, you know, like, you know, it's like that moment. It's your first experience of something outside the norm. Like, there is more than just these green beans that yeah. come in a can, you know? I have pineapple on pizza, and you're like, I want to create. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to I want to live, Mom. There's something inside of me. Maybe I'll even dance. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get to the big city. There's more than just green Boston. <laughs> There's more than just green beans. Was, was that 
was mama an okay cook uh less than okay cook what was she cooked for five kids i'll say that that's She's really really strong baker super strong baker yeah you gotta feed an army yeah but yeah she would make pork a lot that's like kind of like growing up in iowa it's just you just eat a lot of pork it just kind of ends up that way it grows but, on trees <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> Our classic pork trees. <laughs> go go tend to the pork trees. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah she's got to feed an army. She's got five kids. Like yeah, that's definitely an expensive army to take care of. Literally. Yeah, you know, it was a lot of like uh, canned wor- vegetables in the microwave yep. and like spaghetti night, yep. like stuff like that. Is she working too? Uh, yeah, like part time. She's like working part time. Still, man, that's. No, definitely. That, yeah, I mean, was... I work from home now. I have that luxury. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's my office right there. But oh, that's so sick. <laughs> that 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 little bit right there, that little corner. Yeah. I've, yeah. De- I've dedicated business not, is booming. I say, I've dedicated ninety percent of the room to a creative project. Yeah, yeah. And then the little bit over there to the day job. <laughs> um, but yeah, even working from home, I'm still like, oh fuck, cooking takes forever for just even myself. Oh, totally. Yeah, and. It's such a time, it's a time management skill, really, that to be able to make a meal in a reasonable window and not start it at 5 p.m. and be like, oh, fuck, it's nine, which I've done so many times. Oh, it's I mean, it's super easy to fall into that. And I think it's like, you know, it's like anxiety inducing for people, too. You know, it's like you go to like cut garlic or you're like watching like a cooking show. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'll make this thing. And then your thing looks nothing like that. And you're like, actually, I'm just going to order takeout every day for the rest <laughs> of my life. You know? Yeah, it's definitely it's the fear. of. We've talked a little bit about it on, in the past with some other guests. It's the fear of the unknown. Oh, yeah. It's exactly what it's tackling a new skill where, you know, you might. Be, you're probably going to be bad at it because no one's good at anything immediately. Well, and it's it's so immediately impactful to you because it's like if you're like, oh, I'm going to take up painting and you make a shitty painting, you can just paint over it. Or you're like, oh, I'll do stand up. I wrote a joke. This joke didn't land. I'll write another joke. Fall into depression and write another one. <laughs> but with cooking, it's like, oh, I made this thing. And you take one bite and you're like, I need to immediately order takeout. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, this, I can't have this. And I'm yeah. still hungry. And now I'm super fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, there goes time, effort, money, energy, everything. <laughs> Dude, I, when I first moved here, I was dating a girl and we had a pizza night as well. Mm -hmm. And I was super confident. I was like, I got the paddle. I got the stone. I'm going to make everything. This is going to be great. I'm going to impress her so much. And this is the first time, by the way, that's ever been uttered. (laughs) Yeah, I got a pizza paddle and a stone. So I'm pretty sure she's going to fuck me. We were, luckily we were already dating, so, oh, right. so the bar was lower. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, wow, he's making, oh, okay, great, he's making something. This Better is- than those toys he always buys. <laughs> so, you saw a little bit of the PTSD that I have with the paddle, and it's yeah. from this, where she was there, we had made the pizza, and I'm trying to slide it in, mm-hmm. and then it just gloops into half a stromboli oh yeah 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 there's just like a, yeah i'm trying to like slide itself. it off and it's it's folding it's like a it's a stromboli omelet of sadness yeah and i was staring at it just like i fucked everything up i talked such a big game and she was <laughs> she was like oh don't worry 
great. Like, we could just order takeout. And I was like, that was not the point of tonight. <laughs> we were trying to make everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's those moments where you, you fuck up, but you do learn. And then you meet a new friend and they're like, oh, hey, just put more cornmeal on the paddle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you, you slide it off. And I looked at you like a kid that just is having a catch with his dad and he caught the ball for the first time. I was like, I did it. And you were <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's cornmeal. That's the. Yeah, that is its job. That it's, is. <laughs> it's literally the point of it, man. You put that on and you'll be good. <laughs> you were like, holy shit. I was amazed, man. So yeah. that's, I mean, you pick up those little tips and then all of a sudden you have a, you know, a dictionary, if you will, bibliography mm-hmm. that you can just be like, oh, that's right. Just say, add more corn. Don't freak out. Don't have the panic attack. Yeah. Do you still get, I mean, how, all right, no, well, we're not going to jump right. I'm going to make a mental note of that question because I want to be curious. How do you get from Iowa to Boston then? Was it seriously just that pepperoni pineapple pizza and you were like, I need more and you just threw a dart at a map and you were like, <laughs> yeah. let's do Boston. Yeah. Somebody was like, pineapples are from Boston. I was like, I got to see how it's made. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, so I, I grew up in Sioux City, Iowa, and then I moved across the state to Iowa City, Iowa, which is a very inventive name, and I lived there for like seven years. Hey guys, you know how people love New York City? <laughs> yeah. What if, and hear me out, <laughs> we just copy them. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because everybody, when I tell people I'm from the Midwest, they always kind of do that thing where they're like, this is voice. this like Cockney, backwoodsy, it's, Southern? It's so, yeah, it's just the immediate yeah. go-to. But it's funny because it's like, you're like so up north and you're bordering Wisconsin. So it's more like this. Like everybody oh, kind of sort of talks like that. Oh, okay. You know, it's like Fargo, yeah. just oh, a little yeah. bit. Though. We're going we're gonna to go out and play a little puck today, eh, boys? And, and every now and again, you do meet somebody in Iowa. Who's, who they're like, I'm from this place in the south of Iowa. And they have a southern accent. And you're like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, Why why do you sound like this? We look bad enough as it is. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to make this worse. Oh, okay. All right. So that's um, here, here to dispel that rumor. We're not doing the southern accent when Iowa. No, just just do the Fargo. We're thing. doing the Canadian, like the almost the, Canadian. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, okay. All right. Um. Which I obviously have. So uh, I, I haven't heard it too much yet. Are there specific words where it comes out for you? Yeah, there's not. Nobody. That's just like a generic way to put it. Like nobody really has an accent in Iowa. If you have an accent in Iowa, you're probably from somewhere else. Okay. It's more of like, um, I don't know, like we say pop. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, it's like, a, it's like a dialect. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. more like dialect stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's It's not like a like a boston accent no yeah yeah where yeah. people just talk the they just decided to talk this way <laughs> yeah <laughs> and saying? even even and that's like that iowa guy yeah even <laughs> with like the new england kind of like not even just boston specifically but that like style of accent and kind of way of talking and then like worcester like what's up with worcester i don't that's like one thing i moved here and i said <laughs> i think i said like worcester or something like that or Worcester or something yeah and somebody was like and literally and I can't do a Boston accent this guy just looks at me and he goes you mean Worcester that's and I was like that was pretty good (laughs) pretty good accent but I I just like looked at him I was like oh you're you're right I'm the idiot for not taking out multiple letters and inserting other ones like I'm just the dumb backwoods hick from the midwest yeah they spell it w-o-r-c-e-s-t-e-r and somehow that's Worcester 
and yeah. not Worcester. And you fucking better not say Worcester. Yeah, dude. And also, I mean, there's a ton of those. Like, Bill Ricca has an ER in it. And <laughs> I said Bill Erica forever. And finally, someone was like, hey, I'm going to be nice to you about this because someone won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just better. Know. It's it's very, very silly. The A, the, the spelling of things. And then the way they say those spelled things, the way that they come out of the mouth. Yeah, the ridicule you get living here from someone who's saying it worse than you is, like, incredible. <laughs> that, that to me, is, like, that is the perfect indication of, like, New England pride. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How long have you been here for? So you moved uh, across state. Moved What's... across state, and then I moved here about three years ago. I moved okay. here. I was, I was dating someone who was moving here. That's, you know, as you do. As you do. And, and they were like, do you want to move to Boston? I was like, well, I want to get the fuck out of Iowa. So. And this is the perfect place. This is the perfect time to take an adventure. Yeah. Did it work out? Uh, No. That's same story with the, the person I made the pizza for. Oh, really? Didn't work out, but here we are. And I'm still having fun in Boston. So shout out to them for bringing me here. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. It's, no, it's... yeah. And she was definitely in a higher tax bracket than me. So that <laughs> that would not have happened <laughs> without that. Um, Shout out to the higher tax bracket too, Sugar uh, Mama. But uh, yeah, that didn't work out. But yeah, no, I still live here and I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So moved here three years ago after. So Iowa, that was then. How old are you? Uh, thirty two. Thirty two. Okay, so you were in, then like, like Iowa, my whole life. Whole life. Yeah. So you there must be times then if it's only been three years where you're still like, I did it. I got. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely every now and again, especially like Just if, take it if all you in. go home and you're, and I'm like in my hometown and you go out. I, I think most people's hometowns are like this if you're not from a major city, but like you go back to your hometown and you go down to a bar, any bar, because there's a million bars and every other business is closed. But there's a million bars and any bar that you walk into is just a high school reunion. And so the last time that I was in town, I like ran into a bunch of people and they were like, hey, what are you up to now? I was like, oh, I live in Boston. And they were like, wow. You know, like I could have just told them that I like cured cancer, any cancer, saving. really. <laughs> and they just would have been like, wow, that I knew that guy was going to make wow, it. Wow, that's so special. Yeah. He lives in Boston. Yeah. You talk so tall, you know, <laughs> you talk so tall. <laughs> so finally get out and. You're now the head chef at Gray's Hall. Yeah, yeah. Did you have that cooking back? Like in Iowa, did you grow up in restaurants working as a line cook, as a yeah. runner, as... so? Kind of, yeah. I mean, so... I was going to say, I don't think you just moved to a new city and like pop your dick on a table and like, give me the head chef job. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I just <laughs> I spent a bunch of money on knives and watched a lot of YouTube <laughs> for three years. <laughs> Do you have any cooking experience? No, I don't. But again, look at this confidence, huh? Is that, yeah? No, but I have a funny feeling in five months I'll be on a podcast that will really back up my claims. Um, yeah, so I, I actually worked in pizza for a long time. So I made pizza for like seven years. Damn, that Domino's really, really did shape your life. It blew me away. And I started smoking weed when I was like 14. So oh. then that, it, then it was kind of like, you're 16, you can get a job. I was like, I have just the plan. You know? <laughs> I'm going to smoke weed, make pizza, and Iowa's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to make Iowa a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, how, that's, how you, that's how you get through high school anywhere, man. Yeah, I think so. You know. You just, it's like Cold Stone Creamery or a pizza place. And weed. Yeah, yeah, that's really it. 
So you're making pizzas and that's that's kind of how you found the at least the love of like, oh, I like combining these ingredients. Yeah, it was like cool to it was cool because you're like making stuff that you can kind of like almost without question get better at. Like nobody starts doing really anything. You can have like natural talent maybe, but yeah. You know, the more you do something, the better you get at it. So kind of starting something and knowing like, oh, I can do this much better. I can do this in a different style. And then it's cool because it's like for somebody else, I think, you know. Totally. kind of like you get to enjoy it too, but it's like you kind of inherently selfless, I exactly. guess. Exactly. There's two things. Now. I totally agree with the selfless part of it. That's why I love cooking for people I care about, you know, friends, family. It's the aspect of you're, you're filling a part of their soul both you know for like a necessity because they need food yeah i was like, like careful how you word this next part <laughs> <laughs> but like people need food you know yeah and yeah. you spent the time to make that food hopefully it's good but you did it because it's a labor of love yeah yeah you know so that's such a, a big part of food for me there's like there, i don't know if you've seen this there's a little two panel comic of uh couple and one of them is shoving food into the mouth of their partner (laughs) and the partner with like the stuffed food says why do you keep feeding me and the second panel underneath is the person with shoving the food they just go because i love you (laughs) like that's how i feel i'm i'm an italian grandma at heart that's like you need more food you're looking too thin (laughs) you do have some very nona like features about you And that I will take to the grave, my friend. (laughs) But what you said, too, that I was, you know, astounded and intrigued by was we just talked about the fear of failure and how that prevents people from starting something new. Meanwhile, you're a 14, 15, 16 year old kid, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, stoned off your ass making pizzas. And you're instead of being high and panicky and being like, oh, my God, I fucked this up. You're like, no, let me just do it again. I'll just do it better next time. Yeah. Like, how did you, you just did not feel that anxiety from making food for other people? Um, I mean, I was, I was anxious because I like didn't want to fail on like a personal level, you know, like I kind of figured that even if I did bad job, yeah, exactly. exactly. Even if I did like a bad job, it was still going to be like edible. And if it was really not fixable, it's like you just make another one. But that's the thing too, I think with like a pizza place is that it's like, you know, it's so high volume, mm. generally speaking. So you're just constantly making pizzas over and over and yeah. over and over and over You just again. get the reps in. Yeah. So you kind of like learn very quickly, like, okay, if I do make a mistake, obviously that causes issues and problems and things slow down and maybe you have to like, I don't know, give somebody free food. Yeah. But say you're sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah. Tail between the legs. Uh, yeah. But how did you know I have a tail? <laughs> But, uh, and so it's like, but you know, you're doing it so often that you're kind of always in a position where you're like, oh, okay, I can make another pizza. There is more dough. There is more sauce. There is more cheese, you know? So yeah, I just like, I kind of just like gave a shit. I was like, just stoned enough, I guess. (laughs) That was the creative part of the weed that was like, no, man, this is a good, this is a good time. Yeah. Yeah. This, this dough is your canvas. You are a painter. With yeah. your sauce. It's like, oh, if I get high enough, maybe I'll black out and wake up and I'll be playing Call of Duty, you know? <laughs> like, So, a pizza place is is a perfect place then 
to get your feet wet into the world of cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so you can, because it is high volume. You're doing, you know, like we said, you're getting those rep, those consistent reps that you yeah. can get the basics down. Yeah. Cause like cooking as a career on like the higher level, it's different, but on like the entry level. Yeah. It's just kind of like doing a repetitive task over and over again. Um, that requires different skills than, right. you know, like filing papers or something like that. But, Absolutely. Um, also, maybe gives you the skills of, you know, being cool under pressure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's with a higher volume of maybe than just pushing paperwork. Yeah, you know, that's super important. It's pros and cons to both. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because you definitely like meet a lot of people who might. You know, cooking's weird, I think, as a career, just because it's, like, it's on television, and it's romanticized, and, like, I mean, you know, John Favreau made a movie about himself being a chef, which, <laughs> if you've never seen Chef, for one thing, it's a good movie, but the fact that he made the movie that he himself starred in, and he was a head chef who was having a love affair between Scarlett Johansson. There it is. There and what it is, is it? Sophia, Sophia Vergara. Vergara. Yep. And Sophia Vergara. Um, I wish I could say that's what the career was. You know? <laughs> it's usually just more like working with people who hopefully want to get better and like learn the skills and develop more kind of like grit under pressure or people who just crumble immediately. And at some point you have to be like, this might. Yeah. Same, this this same probably you, isn't pal. your game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're telling me Sofia Vergara and Scarlett Johansson aren't walking into Grace Hall, being like, "Oh my God, Gabe, where are you?" I'm saying they we, haven't yet. You know, there it's, you go. That's what anything we're talking about. I think optimism manifestation. Is yeah, yeah. You put it into the world. Your vision board just has pictures that's a vision board of only pictures of Sophia Vergara and Scarlett Johansson is the, the cops I'm, are gonna yeah. see, the cops are gonna see and be like what the fuck is going on yeah, yeah. here I'm seeing a vision board I'm seeing a bottle of lotion I'm seeing <laughs> an empty Kleenex box I'm seeing five years for stalking <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm seeing a state-appointed lawyer <laughs> so you leveled up through the pizza game yeah, yeah. So seven years of pizza, and then seven now... years of pizza, right into head chef at Gray's. No, oh. <laughs> no, that'd be sick. That's, I was, that's why I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that would be a cool documentary." That's actually, a wild jump. <laughs> actually, yeah, I don't know. I got tired of the pies, and I was like, "Why not a steak?" Uh, <laughs> Maybe Sophia Vergara and Scarlett would would be like, "Holy shit, we do need to meet this guy." <laughs> yeah, this guy's fucking awesome. We should Padma Lakshmi should do a show about this guy. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so I did pizza for seven years, and then I was, like, probably, like, 22, 23, right. and, like, I studied painting in college, which is a super valuable degree, and, but I dropped out, and so I was, like, I dropped out of school, I was, like, working at this pizza place, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a good time, but I was just, like, like a quarter life crisis mm. where I was like, okay, I'm still in the same state. I'd moved from Sioux City, but I'm still in the same state that I'm from. I'm like 23 with no prospects. Mm. You know, nobody's going to like hire a guy because he's like, I swear I can do it, mister. You know? Yeah. It's, so I just kind of had a fir- freak The out. firm handshake and eye contact is not how you get jobs anymore. Yeah. You unfortunately, I think it. I would have been a fucking top level candidate in the 40s, though. You do. On- hey, you you have a soldier just back from war look. Yeah. You yeah. have a very it's like acne scarring. But thank you. 
I was talking more like <laughs> the powerful jaw and nice oh, yeah, hairline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I please. just fought for my country, sir. Now I need a job. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, I just had, like, a quarter-life crisis. And I had, yeah. a, I had a friend who was a chef who is still living in San Francisco, but had just moved to San Francisco at the time. And, yeah, he was just kind of like, why don't you just, like, get a job at a place? Like, just get a job as, like, a dishwasher. Yeah. And just try That's... it out and see if you like it. And yeah, so I so I got a job at like a fine dining restaurant that was like kind of like dying out. They were only open for like two years after I worked there. Okay. And uh because you <laughs> like six months into the job, I got a tattoo of a chef knife and an onion and some broccoli, which is like if if you meet somebody who's like, I'm a chef, like just ask them where the knife tattoo is. Where like, is it? I was gonna say literally where is it? Oh, okay. That looks that's nice though. Yeah, I it's think it's well done. I think it's classy. It's, it's a good tattoo. It's all right. You know? It's not like one of your, you know, restaurant buddies did it in a basement. That looks like you got it's like a professional. Yeah, I paid someone American currency. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. You, and, yeah, American currency. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to all I just want to make it very clear yeah. to anyone listening. It was a, a, U.S. dollars. A normal transaction. Not a, not bartering. Nothing, nothing about this tattoo was obscure or interesting. <laughs> Both parties agree it looks good. Um, so, yeah. It's, but so I, like, jumped the gun, you know? You, I was like... Did you jump the gun or did you just think... Oh, wow, that... Wait, is that... that's Oh, is that your cat? Yeah, that's my cat. Oh, that's adorable. Thank you. Uh, She's still alive. A lot of people see the tattoo and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, for my sick-ass tattoo and my <laughs> sick-ass cat. Like, is, her, is her name Rose? Uh, No, Ari. Oh, just put it in the it's, it's yeah it's just like uh, very gorgeous tiger rose is like yeah. a traditional kind of tattoo so i just did the same thing with my cat we're rose buddies oh my nice. sister's a taurus and her middle name is rose oh uh, right on. yeah got that um be really funny if you're like we actually were estranged now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you jumped i was gonna say though did you jump the gun or did you just think like you know what it's only six months fuck it though i like this shit yeah, yeah, it was definitely that. You know? It was a move of confidence. And I mean, say, now it's like almost 10 years later. So Yeah, it's 10 years later. You're you're not a dishwasher anymore. You're now the head chef at a, yeah. a wine bar, a natural wine bar, which is a new cool wave thing, right? Natural wine's different from regular wine. Yeah, yeah. It's I am honestly not the guy to ask That's about, fine. about the That's details fine. of it. Either way. But I like drinking them very much. <laughs> that, it's a great endorsement of the place itself and the food, too, though. I mean, that's cool that you just said at six months, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting the tattoo because this is the shit for me. I'm out of Iowa. I'm not making pizzas anymore. I'm My quarter-life crisis is done. I found the path. Yeah. Let's see where this path goes and for how long. Yeah. Who cares if people think my sh- shit's dumb, my tattoo <laughs> is poser or whatever because I've yeah, been doing yeah. it for six months. Because, like you said, now you're 10 years in and it's a dope tattoo. And yeah. You, you know, Fortunately, you get, it still holds up. It, absolutely. And you get to, you know, you presented it with a chuckle and a laugh or whatever. But I mean, you know, it, it looks great. It's still, you know, got a lot of color. And like, this is your career, man. No, I know. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Who cares? Go get the tattoo. Thank <laughs> to you. I any, appreciate that. To anyone as well listening, like, oh, whatever the tattoo is, go get it. I'm a full believer in 
tattoos whether they're dumb or have meaning yeah i, I love when people are like well you're gonna have to live with that forever it's like well you also have memories you know <laughs> what i mean like like you can make a poor decision in anything like you yeah. can't like just be like oh man remember that one time i said the f word in front of my grandparents like you know what i mean like but I was trying to say something, you know, it's like you can, sometimes those bad memories are inked into your brain as well. Yeah, it's the like fucking gun is just rattling at night. That tattoo gun in your ears is like, yeah, yeah. you were pants in high school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's so fuck. Yeah, I'm. That's awesome that you said, fuck you, quarter life prices. I'm going for it. Just worked your way up the ladder. Yeah. And it seems like. You gave me a little blip about it before that. You were actually trying to take some time off. Yeah, right before right I before started working at Grace. Chef. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to try and take. So, I guess for the sake of, so I've been at Grace Hall for about five months. Mm. Um, they have been open for it'll be three years on January first. So coming up on the three year anniversary. Um, and like exactly. four to four to five months ago is when I took the job. Congrats but, to Grace Hall for the three years. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, but yeah, before that, I... So in the three years that I lived in Boston, I worked in a bunch of different restaurants. But then over this most recent summer, I left Boston to go to Nantucket to be a fish butcher for like a market. Um, I was one of like a few. I wasn't like the the only guy doing it. But so... You like a lot of people. Gabe the, the fish butcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just and, and, and all just just the only fish butcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go, that's, to, you that's go to Gabe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I get some halibut? I'm afraid he's napping right now. So. <laughs> um, and you just needed a break from the traditional. Yeah, it was just like kind of getting you know like a little bit burnt out on the work in general so mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to pursue something that was like still related to but not directly the same thing um pick up a new skill maybe work, yeah work with a different exactly type of, work of, with different products and yeah. like get a better sense of how to handle things yeah and plus like i mean after covid like a lot of people that i know left the industry as we call it of course which is the most arrogant <laughs> thing that restaurant people do any restaurant employee it doesn't matter if they're like a busser they're like yeah i'm in the industry like which one dude you know what i mean like dude people that work in fast food aren't like yeah i'm in the industry you know hey, what i mean they it's, might be you don't that's yeah actually you know they, maybe i should broaden my horizons I, i'm hey, not friends with any fast food Fat, employees i was gonna say fast food still food yeah. Employ you know, they're and they're actually dealing with like way more stress <laughs> and the absolute brunt the, of everything. The the worst people ever. Yeah. Go to the tasty burger at Harvard Square at like one thirty in the morning and you will notice. I would rather I would rather instead of just going and being a customer at the tasty burger at one thirty in the morning, I would rather try and do your job for one night <laughs> do your not just go to your like do i would rather try and be the head chef than just be a customer at taste burger at 1 30 at harvard square but that's just me <laughs> i'm picturing it's like five o'clock you've been open for one hour like uh do we have any brussels sprouts uh no I'm no done. we don't we, oh fuck i'm done i right, see ya i'm done uh, there's no shit this is so much this is so much more stressful than i thought <laughs> we do uh caesar salads now <laughs> well what's the recipe chef uh newman zone yeah, just Paul. He's a great guy. He donates to charity. He's a prep cook. <laughs> Makes a lot of dressings. He's a prep cook. <laughs> Paul Newman, the prep cook. Uh. So, 
Oh, geez, this was a threat. How, hang on. How did we do this? I can, uh, I can backtrack it. Was going to take time off. Yes, Fish Butcher. You were going to take time off, new product, and then all of a sudden a great offer for Gray's Hall just comes in? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like, it was a really good offer, and I really like and trust the owners a lot, but mm-hmm. it was also kind of like, if it, it, it honestly, it felt like a movie magic kind of moment <laughs> where I was in Nantucket. I'd interviewed before I left. And then it was just kind of like some email correspondence. Mm-hmm. I was in Nantucket for like two months. Yeah. And one month in, one of the owners, uh, Matt Thayer, was like, hey, I'm going to be in Nantucket. I want to talk to you about the job while I'm in mm. Nantucket. And so we met up at this coffee shop. And it was my day off. So I was like, you work six days a week. You pretty much just like did laundry and went to the beach on your one day off. That was like, that's the Nantucket experience. Yeah. People want to know all the glitz and glamour of <laughs> working in the industry. The industry. In Nantucket. Laundry and beach. <laughs> yes. yes. And the you, industry. And you smell like fish Which guts. pays American <laughs> currency. currency. <laughs> um, but so he, he came down and I you know, kind of made me a formal offer, told me what the money was and everything else and what the expectations mm-hmm. were. And so I was like, okay, I need to like kind of think about it. And I was like, could I just take the week? This is on like a Tuesday. I was like, could I just take the week and get back to you by like Sunday? And he's like, yeah, that's totally fine. And I was like, oh, so like, what are you doing for the rest of your time here? Like, are you and your family going to like hang out by the beach or do you have like an Airbnb or what are you doing? And he was like, I'm catching a ferry in two hours to go back to Boston. And I was like, what? He's like, I literally drove from Boston to Hyannis, where the harbor is, to get on a boat to come here to offer you the job in person and then immediately get back on a boat and then drive back to Boston. Yeah, that is... Which, if you're not familiar, the traffic just getting from Boston to the Cape... Is crazy. Is brutal. I mean, any day of the summer, yeah. any time, it's just wow. absolutely to brutal. come out and offer you the job in person, face-to-face, that really must... Did that sell it for you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, dude, that's like prettiest girl at the ball shit, you oh, know? Absolutely. Like, like, we, want, like... we want you because of your brain, who you are, and I want to tell you that in person, not just over an email. Yeah, it's insane. I it's, mean, it's... That's so, that's so respectful, too. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Wow, that, like, it's, it, yeah, it's one of those things where it was just, like, any hang-ups that I might have had after that, I was like, okay, well, these guys, clearly they the, fuck with me. So, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's, and that's, t- that's the owner, you said? Yeah. Wow, so that's, I mean, not even, like, a manager who they made, you know, yeah, go or out. like, somebody who was, like, out of the goodness of my heart, you know? Yeah, exactly, like, dead, and that's probably top-down, like, do, does that kind of show at gray's hall you know does everybody kind of have that like respectful like we take this shit seriously because we care attitude yeah definitely everybody that's there is super glad to be there and really likes it and i mean over even over the time that i've been there there's been a notice like a change in culture Mm. for the for the better you know like more positive like a little more open environment the instagram Um, and you know you can't tell everything from social media, but the Instagram seemed very happy. I checked out the Gray's Hall, you know, to get yeah, like oh it, yeah, uh, yeah, you know. And there was one I saw of you, you know, like shaking something up behind that. It was like Gabe's here tonight. Come hang out. And I was like, oh, this seems very yeah. It's definitely like nice. it's wholesome and it's kind of funny too because so we're natural wine bar in Southie mm-hmm. and like you are, I'm sure. But like if you're not familiar with Southie, it's like kind of a more 
like younger but sort of affluent crowd. Like I feel like it's kind of a lot of like finance and tech people. That's a nice. That's a very nice way of putting it. Yeah, it's a bunch of assholes and athleisure. Basically, that's, is like there it is. I it's like predominantly what South Boston is yeah, now. There, okay. Um, and like. But I think it's funny because, like, every – I think every neighborhood has its, like, form of basic, right? Because, like, sure. you're, I mean, it's, it's you're like, oh, it's, it's the gross punk adult. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're like, oh, it's a bunch of basic bitches yeah. in Southie. And it's like, well, if you see a dude in Somerville with a yellow beanie on, that's Somerville basic. You know what I mean? Like, they're – it's because he's, like, early 30s hipster, much like myself. Yeah, if you see a 40 40- – eight-year-old man who looks like he hasn't showered in eight days that's a guy with four roommates who lives in alston yeah 100 percent. who sells loose cigarettes i'm actually doing his podcast tomorrow oh it's it's right across the street i've done it it's a good time he's he's not gonna make you food though oh right on right on i'll bring he's gonna offer you uh tub wine so it's probably gonna be a little different from the natural wine that you guys have i mean it sounds pretty natural Is, is that the secret? Is you just make it in a tub? Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. all the 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 world grime, yeah. all the dirt, and that's that's the natural part of it. Yeah. This is one hundred and forty eight dollars a bottle. Well, it was made in a clawfoot tub. Oh my! The the pro, the profit is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it cost thirty two cents to make. Yeah, yeah. We stir it with a. Up the other side of a plunger. They sell one case. Like you know how many tubs we can buy now. <laughs> Never change the model. Like, it's we just like it's a warehouse full of tubs. We have a second tub now. We're, <laughs> we're expanding business. Yeah. So, um, great. But yeah. So, but it's a natural wine bar in Southie, and yeah. so in terms of like the atmosphere and kind of the culture of the restaurant, like it's it's kind of funny because you would think with that being the crowd that it's maybe a little more like uptight, but it's mm-hmm. kind of the opposite. Because really, yeah, it's just like it's pretty loose and relaxed, mm-hmm. and the owners really like hip-hop a lot so we just play a lot of hip-hop which i know is like kind of trendy like it's a natural wine bar with hip-hop but i didn't know that was a trend that's a cool trend i like that it's not a bad trend yeah oh we should that there's probably a reason it's trendy that that trend should probably get really popular i like that one wine bars Uh, that play hip-hop that's sick but yeah so that's like kind of our thing and so we'll just like you know i have free reign on the menu and i'll kind of pitch them stuff and they're they're basically just like look we trust you do whatever but i'll kind of be like you know is this is here's this gonna make head, sense? Yeah, is this here's too, a heads up. What's your vibe? Yeah, is this like too off base? Should I like change something? And then you have fr- so if you look at the menu at Gray's, yeah, that is all Gabe Branch's brain. Yeah, really? Are they all like your kids that you love equally? Do you have more that when someone orders it, you're like, good, good call. That's no, I mean, sort sort of some things. Yeah, I would say most things. <laughs> this is fucked. Most things are more like foster kids, like where you're like, you like put a few things on and you're like, I actually love this. I think I might keep this around forever. And then you got other things where it's like, all right, out the door, out the door. You had your time. I provided you a warm kitchen. You get the shiny new recipe and you're like, oh, I got to cycle this out. This is, I I enjoyed, I enjoyed teaching you how to play catch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I got to teach a new kid. That's now I'm going to spend the rest of the night just like, do I have really dark feelings about the foster care program? Eh, it's a comedy. It, yeah. it's, it's a it's a comedic podcast. It's a food podcast. We're having fun. Don't, yeah. don't think too much about it. What's certainly uh, don't think about the foster kids <laughs> across America. 
th- those foster kids are hungry too, Cave. Hungry, hungry for they would American. Love, they would love currents. natural wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? What do you think is the longest thing that stayed on a menu, or do you just have like it stays for a couple weeks, a month, whatever, and then you just cycle it out? Um, I mean, so we do a smash burger. Uh, it's like a four ounce smash burger, like pretty small one on yeah. a Martin's potato roll. That existed before I took over because Graves is open for like two and a half years right. before. So that existed before. So that's definitely the longest running thing. Have you in, changed in it up to make menu? it like Gabe smash burger? No, because it's really good. You know, and the thing is, is I think it's like it's like one of those moments where you just kind of have to be like. This is a good thing. Like, it doesn't have to be completely yeah. 100% my thing. Because then literally the entire rest of the menu is. Right. So it's like, here's one thing that's really delicious. Paying works homage really well. to graze. Yeah. The long, you know, this and is this is our smash burger. And, that, and the thing is, like, people that come in love it. Yeah. They've been having it for a long time. I love it. I get it, like, most nights that I work. So. Oh, okay. So that's, like, your go-to thing even. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. So. Chefs, like, don't eat like good food you know i think that's like the biggest uh stereotype i guess is like oh you must be eating these like wonderful things like i eat a lot of dominoes like like i have two free pizzas right now i don't know if you know how many pizzas you need to get with the 6.99 you pick combo uh but it's more than seven to get to get a free pizza Man. And I have two. But uh, Domino's also, it seems like that's your, like, kid. Like, that's what it's, like, your go-to, like. Yeah, you, it's you know, just, like. You grew up with it. it. Like, does it remind you of your brother's? Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> no, to be honest, no. But Fair. So, I mean, but I don't really eat the thin crust. I think if I did, I'd be like, be oh, like, yeah, okay, he yeah. likes this. Yeah, um, sure. But, it's like, you know, you had that when you were a kid, and you're like, oh, my God, this is. This slaps. This changed my my shit. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna, yeah, it's comforting, you know. Exactly. It's... If you're gonna make these delicious like five star meals for like, I completely understand going home and being like, yeah, I want somebody else to just throw together some sauce cheese. Yeah, I'm gonna give a stranger thirty five dollars, and, <laughs> and they're gonna like, they're gonna pay me. They can help yeah, me out. Dude. <laughs> I'm gonna give a stranger thirty five American currency dollars. Yes. Very important to note that this is strictly legal transaction. in the United States. It is a legal transaction that is being taxed by the state and federal government using American currency. That is just the, to be clear. That's that's the most important thing that we have. <laughs> if to you can take to one home, thing away from this episode, all of this is above board. It is, it is that everything that I do, everything in the industry, <laughs> in is above the industry is above board and totally by the books. We are compliant with all state and federal tax regulations. The, the, there's definitely not a lot of drugs in in restaurant life. Ruples, we don't got them. <laughs> Denali, I think that's one of. Is that an, uh, well? We don't have that because I, I don't even know what that is, and that's how confident I am that I don't use that in any transactions, both personal or professional. So five months in a graze, you just loving it, hanging. Is that the future for you? Yeah, yeah, for a de- little bit, definitely for a little bit. So actually, um, 
so I will be there for a while. Definitely. I have no intention of leaving. I'm, I'm super happy and it's, and it's a cool spot and it's different. It feels like you're not in Southie to me when you're mm. in there, which is not a knock against Southie, but if you could see me right now, you would know that I look like I live in Somerville, and I do live in Somerville, uh, and I don't look like I live in Southie. Sometimes you can judge a book by their cover. Yeah, especially when it says bestseller. Uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's also a nice thing that Southie has going for it, is that if it has a location that is not like all the other dance bars, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. fucking... Uh, espresso martinis it's weird southie's weird too because it's like it's like dance clubs but then also a ton of italian restaurants mm-hmm. and then like hardcore southie towny bars oh yeah dude where you like kino oh cash dude. only mad kino yeah, yeah <laughs> cash man. only but they don't have an atm but they have a deal with like the corner store or something yep. like, and like smoking inside was allowed as early as like two years ago yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah it's an interesting interesting dynamic in that way and well, especially when it spills over when you see the people leave the dance clubs and then they're in the townie bar yeah that's like it's getting taken over. i mean somerville was similar somerville had a little bit of of grit to it that's what i heard yeah. and then you fucking tattooed nerds move now <laughs> i'll assure you that my american currency <laughs> is just as good as whatever grit existed before <laughs> but yeah no i mean gentrification is real yeah i mean and i've all, i've also only been here for like five years so i'm yeah, oh, yeah. alston i'm seeing a ton of construction around here now yeah, more yeah, so. yeah. like i definitely remember a, a little grimier vibe you know how somerville i guess somerville used to be like dangerous yeah it used to be like really shitty it was called yeah. slummerville yeah uh, i had like a super old school like born and raised landlord at like two years ago at an apartment and yeah he like explained it to me it was like there were like sections of somerville that like he was like when i was a kid and i mean this guy was not that much older than me he was probably like mid-40s he was like, there were sections of Somerville when you were a kid, like, your parents would be like, do not go there. No shit. Which is so funny, because it's literally, it's, if, <laughs> obviously you're listening, because it's a podcast, right? But, like, it's a lot of people that look exactly like the two people that are in this room. Yeah, it's a lot of clear, we have the same glasses. clear glasses, <laughs> uh, tattoos, from, slim get, fit pants. Did you get them from Warby Parker? Oh, is any optical? Uh, okay. Warby Parker, what fucking tax bracket are you in, dude? Jesus, is I'm that, a head chef. I go to any optical. I was gonna say Warby's definitely. It's more expensive. Oh, Warby's more expensive. Oh yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. These were thirty bucks. No way. Yeah, seriously. Oh, these were like ninety. Like, don't Warby. I bet they'd sponsor this podcast. Though. That'd be sick. <laughs> Yo, Warby Parker, you're great. We love your glasses, and I've been using them forever. So I'll have you know, my influence reaches dozens. Let's let's. <laughs> we're getting more. <laughs> let's chat. Uh, American currency dollars, Warby mm. Parker. <laughs> yeah, but a head chef. I mean, I mean, like you said, it's pretty good. Get. I mean. Oh yeah. It made you not want to be a fish butcher. Totally. Or was that the more, again, the bell of the ball feeling? <laughs> Part of it was definitely. I got you this pretty pretty dress the cape. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now put it on all slow like. <laughs> then cook me something. <laughs> Slowly. Uh, but 
Something about that word slowly, saying it slowly just makes it way slowly. worse. Slowly. Yeah. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely a weird, yeah, definitely a weird vibe. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to take time off because I just felt like I hadn't really done that in a while. And yeah. so I kind of just, I wanted to save up some money so that I could take like a month or two off. And that is kind of like the nice thing. It's the double-edged sword of this industry is that everybody's hiring. So wherever you work, generally, it's going to be understaffed, which is the case at Gray's, which is the case at most jobs that I've had. Yeah. But <laughs> the positive is that if you are looking for a job, you are 100% the prettiest girl in the room. Like, you are the belle of the ball anywhere that you walk in as long as you can, like, back up your credentials. Yeah. And just will show up with, like, a positive attitude. Yeah, and and that not having that fear of failure and having that I can make the pizza again. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, maybe, so, the, maybe the stakes are a little higher at Gray's than... Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a different game, but it's... Yeah. But, yeah, it's, you know, it's the same concept. Yeah, but you, again, and you only play that game when you're ready for it. Exactly. Yeah. Know? Yeah. You exactly. You don't cannonball into the game. No. You, were, you worked your way up, and you you became the bell of the ball because you put your fucking blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Into it would be being funny a chef. If, it would be funny if you became a head chef by like an eighties movie kind of like the popular girl is just like this will not do you know and yeah, they or, put a chef coat on you and yeah, you come right, walking instead, down the stairs like oh my god instead of taking the glasses off they put the chef coat on is or, that ratatouille like a, to- a toke or whatever yeah yeah exactly <laughs> tussle your hair a little bit um but yeah so i wanted to take time off but it was like the offer was really good it kind of felt like where i wanted to be at this point in my life and in my career cool. um and yeah, so dude. far it's worked out really well, but in the long term, cause you were like, do you, are you going to be there for a while? Yeah. Or? What's yeah. I mean, do you want your own, like, do you want to be the owner of a, a spot? I want to open up a pizza place. Actually. That's that's like one totally legitimate. I love it so much. That's <laughs> awesome that you're just, you're going back to the pizza after the journey that it's been, the chef knife and the onion. Yeah. Do you have a you have a fucking pizza tattoo? No, I don't, which feels weird. I was gonna say, man, that might be I, I think it will happen at some point. I'm I got a couple others like in the works, but yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. So you wanna like a like a brick like a nice pizza like artisan style pizza or I kinda like traditional slice shop. I like a slice shop more so. Like a slice shop, but you can also like order pies. So it's like a pizza restaurant kind of, but not, I don't really, I will go out and eat any kind of pizza and I like consistently do eat pizza. Like not just Domino's, like in general, I legitimately love pizza pizza. and and love making pizza. Yeah. Um, But I'm not really into the like kind of, I don't know, the like quote unquote, like high end or like the ritzy, you know, where it's like, there's this like huge wine list and there's these like eight pizzas and they're all like 34 bucks and stuff like that. Like it's good and it's enjoyable and that has a place, but that's like not really for me. Like pizza in your heart is what it should be, which is dough, cheese, sauce. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it should be a fun, it should be approachable. Yeah. But still, like, a treat to some degree. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like when you're, like, a kid and, you know, I mean, like, I don't know, I went to public school and it's, like, there's, like, pizza day. 
Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Dude. That's like, it's like, dude, it's fucking pizza day. Like, let's go. Or it's yeah. like you're, I mean, like I was, I'm a dork now, but I was growing up too. So it's like, you know, it's like Friday, Saturday night and I'm 32. So I would go to like Blockbuster and rent a game. And that Blockbuster was right next to a Little Caesars, which I don't know if they have those in New England. It's, I don't know about New England. I know they're still around. In yeah. Because I still see the pizza, pizza. I still yeah, 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 exactly. I still see those commercials. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know if they're in New England. Um, but it's just it's, you get a $5 whole pizza or maybe it's like 6 Yeah. And now, then you get know. you get you get the game. You get pizza. pizza and then and you're it's good like, for six hours. You're up till <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're up three in so- the morning drinking soda. Like, oh, without a doubt. Pizza but, is... But that's is, like is definitely such a like a wholesome, comforting childhood memory. Yeah. And there's so many things around that too, you know, like pizza parties where you're at sleepovers or whatever. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's just hanging out and you're like, Oh fuck, I really like that movie that I saw like when I, I ordered that pizza and just really that was a great night. Totally. You know, it, it, you're like nine and you get, you're like bowling for your birthday and the bowling alley makes pizza for some reason, yeah, which exactly. every bowling alley does for some reason. <laughs> no, we've never questioned that as a society. We've Hot always dog, just been, hamburger, pizza, nachos. Yeah. Like, like staples of a pretzel, maybe like. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's a small menu, but it's it's arguably top five of the best foods. It's all the things you want, but exactly. it's so funny because it's all things that make your hands messy that you're then <laughs> going to bowl with. And then other strangers are going to use that and be like, what fucking kids stuck their nacho fingers in this bowling ball? Yeah, like people are always like, oh, bowling alleys. Like you have to wear shoes other people have worn. Like, let's talk about the pizza in the hand situation. Let's talk, like, <laughs> let's talk about the fingering the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the group fingering that this bowling ball is getting yeah that thing is ten, blasting eight out. to ten hours a day <laughs> and the worst part is it's like it's just getting fingered so it's like it, that that ball has never reached an orgasm <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah there's no there's no four there's nothing else just yeah shoved fingers in thrown down a lane just a constant state of like <laughs> nobody really cares about me yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's, He's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he told me a great joke before he threw me out of the car. <laughs> uh, that's so awesome, man, though, that you're just you're going back to the like the pizza roots. Like yeah, that's yeah. the dream. And you're like, fuck it. Like, I love pizza. And you get to then be the trigger for those memories like you were just talking to, you know? Yeah, that to me is like the whole kind of point of it. You, you know? get it's to like, provide that food yeah. that, you know, how many times have you been bummed about something called in a takeout order and you have the food and all of a sudden you're like you know what things are gonna be okay yeah no yeah definitely like Like, that's food is awesome in that way like yeah because it's not even just like the cliche i think is like oh you're hangry you know which is totally real which everybody's guilty of but like yeah like a good meal can really it can take like a pretty okay day and make it into a really good day it can take a bad day and make it like a lot better and so, Absolutely. especially with takeout, you know, it's usually, it's usually generally speaking, it's going to be like cheaper foods. You yeah. Know, it's going to be like pizza or tacos yeah. or Chinese, which is a whole nother can of worms about that being cheap. But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, it's always, it's like these comfort things that right. you kind of, to some degree grow up on. Absolutely. So do you get, like you get to make this menu of anything you want. Yeah. Gray's though is a nice place 
are you trying to find a lane that's that comforting upscale? Are you trying to trying to stay true to what you love um, and want to do in the future while still respecting the more upscale vibe? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a super solid question. That's a really good question. Thank you. Fuck you, man. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like is a bur- like a burrata is a burrata fancy pizza? Maybe on some level, like okay. uh, like a a deconstructed pizza. Um, no, I mean, I think for me, it's like it feels very compartmentalized. Like the time that I spent making pizza and the the like legitimate love that I have for pizza, mm-hmm. that is like one part of me, I guess. But then there is another part of me where it's like, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for like ten years. I've yeah, you want to flex a little. I've worked bit. at fine dining restaurants. Yeah. Like I've got a pretty large amount of experience of different styles of cuisine and restaurants, yeah. and so. Yeah, for me, it's a lot of like kind of pulling from stuff that I know or, you know, when you do this for a living, you you sit and you think about food a lot. That's Absolutely. like the reality. I think yeah. about food a lot. I read a lot of cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my other friends are chefs in the industry. <laughs> and so, yeah, you just kind of you get more and more curious about things as time goes on. And so you just kind of want to play with things and riff on things. But it's different at every restaurant. So for Gray's, I mean, I try to not make it like, you know, it's not like pinkies out. Like this mm. is a white tablecloth. Like yeah, it's going to cost this much. Because like, we're playing hip hop too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's going to be natural wine and hip hop. And yeah. so it's like, okay, here's like some stuff that you might be familiar with. That's just going to be done super well. And then here's other stuff that's going to be a little different. But like collectively as a staff, like we've had all these things. So if you have questions, we'll answer them. It's also really small. So really? it's like 35 seats. Ooh. And it's it's basically just like a line. And Damn. and so the restaurant itself is small, but the kitchen is an open kitchen. Yeah. And that's basically directly attached to the bar. So So are you <clears throat> like you can you're you're not I'm like uh, actively talking to people. I was gonna say you're not hidden. You got no No, cur- yeah. People can just see you making. Yeah. Wow. And so no curtain. You're just you're no, you're just, showman. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> damn. Yeah. So it's because of that though. It's like you you get some amount of luxury of like if somebody has a question about something and like a server doesn't feel comfortable answering it. Like you know we're open six days a week. I'm there five of those six yeah. days, and so you kind of have that luxury of like you get to interact with people and kind of like oh well like. What are you into? You know, what do you like? Like we do it this way or this thing is made with this. It's safe for that allergy. It's not safe for this. Like, and, so, and I design everything. So it's like if somebody is, you know, oh, I want the Brussels sprouts, but I can't have dairy. Oh, OK. Well, I have this other sauce that I could use as like the base for that instead of this yogurt that normally would come with it. So everyone who feels uncomfortable about asking dietary restrictions, taste preferences, they should go to Gray's because yeah. you're like, bring it on. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Well, and plus it's like, it's kind of a cliche that a lot of chefs are like, and to be fair, yeah, we want you to eat things the way that we intend them to be because it's intentional, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, to me, it's, I, I think it's like stupid if you're, you know, you like can't serve somebody or you don't want to deal with something or you don't want to acknowledge an allergy yeah. or something because it's like, well, they they want to eat your food. 
Right. You know, they are here. Right. They made a choice. It's not, this is not the only restaurant work, in existence. Work with them a little bit. Yeah, you totally. Know, exactly. If it's something, if it's a small substitute, even, you know, just, just go with it a little bit. Don't, yeah. don't be so rigid. Well, that's to and not it's break like, the recipe. You rose to a certain level to where you are considered a chef. You yeah. are the head chef of a place, and all about that was rolling with punches. And then now that you've hit this point, somebody's like, "I actually punches. can't have anything with bread." And you're like, "You can get the fuck out." You know, <laughs> like, like that's like what I don't understand. Like, would it be possible to get this salad without the beets? And it's like, actually, it would be possible uh, for you to leave and never come back. <laughs> And ideally, if you never eat again, that would really help me out a lot. You know, you are not allowed to have that human. Fo- you just yeah. you have to starve. I don't care how much American currency you brought with <laughs> you. Uh, what is yeah? What's the point of of taking punches for however you know ten fifteen years if you're not going to roll with them when it's your yeah. time to shine? Just like be a human. You yeah, know, absolutely, uh, buddy. This was. An awesome conversation. Please plug. I mean, Gray's Gray's Hall. Obviously, go there in Southie. Yeah, yeah. Tr- please try Gabe's food. This. I mean, I please. want. I'm gonna go there tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, this is awesome. Oh, we'll hook it up. Oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I just want to be a part of the atmosphere, man. This sounds super cool. Um, so again, Instagram for you. We'll put that in the bio. But please give the handle now if oh, you uh, if you want people to follow. <clears throat> Yeah, sure. Uh, the handle is not Mike Giant. Not Mike Giant. Gabe Branch, the head chef at Gray's Hall. Thank you to the moon and back, my friend, for coming to hang out. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.